It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. This week on the Happy Families Podcast, we have a special guest sharing some ideas from her substack, Rebecca Delahoy, or Beck is a former researcher who decided to move her skills in research and writing away from the rather niche field of neuropsychiatry to the far less niche field of parenting, hoping that her work would have a more immediate impact on helping people. Beck is a homeschooling mum raising her three kids in Melbourne with her husband of seven years. She has also very recently started writing on Substack, where she shares the lessons she's learning about what it means to parent. You can read her latest thoughts about parenting intentionally at beckdelahoy.substack.com. We'll link to that in the show notes. Hello, everyone. I'm Beck Delahoy. I'm a homeschooling mum of three kids and the author behind the Substack, beckdelahoy.substack.com. I have a quick story to tell you. At home, it's not just me, my husband, and our three kids living there. We also live with the Wicked Mouse. I think you'll like this story. So, the Wicked Mouse first came along a few years ago when my oldest was a preschooler and first learning not to draw on the walls. But one day, Crayon just appeared on the wall. However, my son assured me that he did not do it. It was a Wicked Mouse. Ever since then, the Wicked Mouse has gotten up to all sorts of mischief. Sometimes the Wicked Mouse leaves rubbish on the table. Sometimes the Wicked Mouse pulls books off the bookshelf and leaves them on the floor. The Wicked Mouse has been known to unroll all the toilet paper. Pretty much whenever there is an overwhelming amount of chaos or mess, it was probably the Wicked Mouse who contributed to it. A few months ago, the Wicked Mouse got up to mischief for the first time in a while. I'd gone upstairs to where my five-year-old was quietly playing, and now at his age, silence isn't always a sign of getting up to no good, thankfully. But on this occasion, I discovered that there was orange crayon on every imaginable surface in the bathroom. I'm talking orange squiggles on the tiles, the shower glass, the toilet lid, around the edges of the bath, on the drawers, on the plug, even the toilet brush. Pretty much nothing in the bathroom was untouched. It was as though an experiment had been done to see which surfaces a crayon would work on. Unfortunately, the answer was, it works on all of them. Interestingly, the orange crayon had even been used to leave a message on the tiled bathroom floor. Five letters spelling out L-U-C-A-S, my five-year-old's name. There were really only two possibilities to what had happened. Either my five-year-old had gotten creative with a crayon or the Wicked Mouse was trying to frame him. Now, I probably don't really need to say this, but the Wicked Mouse doesn't exist. And it's not that my son was lying when he first blamed wall drawings on a Wicked Mouse. Young children, especially preschoolers, don't really lie, at least not in the way we might do as adults. They just tell us what they wish the truth was. So my son, when blaming the wicked mouse, was really saying that he wishes that someone else had drawn on the wall because he already knew that he shouldn't have done that. I could call him out as a liar. I could shame and blame him. I could punish him for what he'd done so that he'd learn his lesson. But instead of blaming and shaming, I had a different tactic. I called my son upstairs, and this is what happened. I said, hey, you wouldn't believe what the Wicked Mouse has done. Come up here and look with me. The Wicked Mouse drew all over the floor. What a cheeky mouse. What are we going to do? Can you help me clean it up? And he said, okay, I can help. 
so I passed him a scrubber and together we got to work. We spent the next 30 minutes identifying every spot that had been drawn on. And for mysterious reasons, my son seemed to have a very good idea about where the Wicked Mouse had scribbled. He personally scrubbed out at least half of the drawings, diligently working with me until every spot of orange was gone. Now, would he have been so helpful if I had blamed him? Probably not. He might have felt so ashamed that he would have hidden his feelings behind defensiveness and anger instead. I probably wouldn't have been able to engage his cooperation at all. But you might be thinking, he shouldn't have gotten away with it. The thing is, he didn't get away with anything at all. The consequence was exactly the same. He still needed to help clean up. But by not blaming him first, he learnt some really important lessons. He learnt that we can find solutions without finding someone to blame first. He learnt that we can be part of the solution even if we're part of the problem. He learnt that we don't need to make others feel bad when something has gone wrong. And he learnt that we can focus on problem solving. We can teach our children without blaming them. They can learn to be responsible for their actions without being shamed for them. I think every family of young, destructively curious kids would benefit from having a guest come and stay. It might be a wicked mouse, a cheeky frog, or a silly pigeon. Just something to remind us that we can fix the problem without finding someone to blame first. Now, I first shared this story on Substack a few weeks ago. As a follow-up to the original story, I want to share that since the sudden reappearance of the wicked mouse, my boys have been trying to catch it to no avail. They've set up traps, made poison stew in the mud kitchen, and in general made a whole lot of mess trying to catch the wicked mouse. But at least they're taking responsibility for the chaos, so I guess that's a good thing. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this story, and if you want to hear more, find me at beckdelahoy.substack.com or on Instagram at beckdelahoy. Okay, thanks so much, Justin, and back to you. I hope you really enjoyed Beck's ideas. You can read more from Beck Delahoy at beckdelahoy.substack.com. I've been a really big supporter and fan of what she's been writing. I think she's doing great work and her voice is valuable. Beck's back again tomorrow on the Happy Families podcast. Hold up. 